Hi, welcome to Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello! <laughs> and Forrest. Howdy. <laughs> what was? I'm interested to hear how that comes across when I'm editing the show because yeah, it, was, um, it was Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Yes, I I gathered hey. that. Uh, I just don't know if it like blew the audio track out on your end. Yeah, it definitely peaked for us Discord. a little bit. Um, but how are how are y'all doing? Pretty good. Good. I I keep not getting my comics in, so that's fun. Oh. So comics. Next week will be better. Hopefully, you all learned a lesson from Pokemon, and you pre-ordered Elden Ring, uh, so that you make sure to get that uh, when it drops of on Friday. Of course, I didn't. It's Elden Ring. It's huge. Everyone will have multiple copies. Hmm. Just yes. like they did with Pokemon. Just like right. they did with Pokemon. Just like they did with Pokemon. We're all on the same page here. Yeah. I think I'll be fine. All right. <laughs> I know I'll be fine. And I get a replica steed whistle. Whatever that is. It's a ring. I'll get an actual like Elden ring. Steed bonnet? I don't know. It's. I'll, I'll take a picture of it and put it in the Discord when I pick up my game on Friday. Um, I'm not even going to get to play it on Friday. It's going to be great. Um, So... I have been playing another open world game. I'm playing two open world games at the same time. This is my life. Mm. I'm about tisk, to be playing tisk. three. Uh, I'm playing Horizon Forbidden West. And I am not out of the initial area of Horizon Forbidden West. I have been playing Horizon Forbidden West for five hours. And I am not out of the opening area of Horizon Forbidden West. Help. Well, I mean, that's you compare that with Arceus. You're you're in good shape here. I mean, sure. I don't. I don't think you quite realize how big the map of Horizon Forbidden West is, though. To where, uh, I'm maybe in five percent of the map, the mm-hmm. area I'm in, and I still can't leave it. And I probably have another two to three hours to go. Uh, so my first eight hours of the game are going to be spent in what is less than a tenth of the full map of the game. Which is kind of insane. Well, look, we you knew going into this the scope of this game. So I, I, I agree with you. I, I did go, go in knowing the scope of the game. Um, what is insane to me though, is because I do this and the, the listeners at home know, uh, I look at how many missions are in a game and you can beat this game if you may, if you do the main stuff, um, in 35 hours, which I fully believe, uh, especially since it seems like the first third of the missions take place in this one area of the game. So why make the rest of it so large? What are you doing? Like, (laughs) you're doing the whole first third of the game in this small isolated section of the map. And then the other two thirds of it are in this area that's, I hesitate to say how many times bigger, because it's humongous. 
because you can see the rest of the map. It's just grayed out. Um, but it's insane to me. Um, and I'm enjoying it, though. Uh, but the, the thing is, I don't know how to explain to anyone how, how, why I'm enjoying it, because it's just the exact same game as the first one. Yeah. With uh, almost unapologetically, which is, is insane to me. Like the, as I was going through the tutorials, I was like, okay, this is how the buttons work. That's right. Like it all was clicking back in my brain. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this, okay. There's, there's no new mechanics really. Um, it's all well, the you same. are only in the, the, the first 5% of the game. Well, m- map-wise, yes, but not <laughs> mission-wise yet. Uh, they have taught me how to... S- I can swim. There we go. That is the new... That's I the can swim. game-changing mechanic. I don't know if it's game-changing, <laughs> but it is a new facet of the game. That's the good way to put it. Yeah. Um... But I, I'm, I'm having fun exploring the, oh, I fought a big snake. I got there. The big snake was cool. It, the game has this great way of making you feel awesome while you're fighting stuff, uh, while also making you feel very frantic in the midst of that fighting, uh, when you're fighting the big robots, the smaller ones, um, I don't think the game did enough of the depowering you from game to game because I still, I'm still like one shotting them if I'm being sneaky, which is fine because it does take away the constant panic you felt at the beginning of the first horizon. Um, so it is nice that uh, they are assuming that Aloy would carry the knowledge over of being awesome a little bit. Um, and they're, they're fast-tracking you a little bit that way instead of hampering you down. Yeah. Um, this game does have one of the more absurd reasons for losing your gear and everything uh, that I've ever experienced. And it's in a two-sentence two or, like, throwaway line to an NPC. What? Um, so you're out exploring, and you're... The whole premise of this game um, is that the Gaia computer program is failing that's keeping everything going or whatever um and you're trying to fix it um and you're out exploring this this old uh building and another character from the previous game i had forgotten he existed is talking to is like oh and he goes where where's your bowcaster and she's like oh i lost some things along the way and then that's mm. it. Okay. And by some things, I mean, it, there's like 15 weapons you have is at the, the end of the other one. Do you know if there was like a story or like a comic or a novel or something that came out that like covers that? Or is this literally just throwaway there, line? It Well, that was a throwaway line. There, I, I don't think there was, but they do say that there was like six months to a year between the end of the last game to this one. Huh. Um. So there may have been a book or a comic to explain some stuff, but I'm not sure that there was. Um, but the 
the game has a small... Um, so, Seth, you said you were ex- interested in trying this game, possibly. Um, yeah. The, the game has I mean, a... I think it looks neat. It And it is. I think you should. It has a small last time on Horizon <laughs> section at the <laughs> beginning. Uh, and here's maybe my biggest criticism of the game so far. And it's it's that the characters so in Horizon Zero Dawn you made some friends in the game uh one of them is Erend who is like a Seth Rogen like macho guy that hunts machines and the other one I can't Seth remember Seth Rogen is name. not macho right but it's a macho type of Seth Rogen uh, like if, if like imagine huh. Seth Rogen but kind of jockey, um, mm. and Seth Rogen but The Rock, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other one is I can't remember his name. I th- the problem is I think they're both mostly forgettable characters. Uh, I think every character in that game besides Aloy was mostly forgettable. Uh, except mm-hmm. for Elizabeth Sobeck, who is the character you're seeing a lot of flashbacks of in the digital displays, and also um, the the father figure that Aloy has, Roast, who I thought was very interesting. Um, but everything else I felt was very forgettable. Uh, and the game is putting so much importance in this first five hours I've been playing on these characters and Aloy's relationship to them. And I've looked up, I just don't think that was there in the first game. Like they're like, we fought and bled with you. And it's like, when, yeah, we, you, you did for like one battle and then cool. I don't know. Like we, it's not like they were NPCs that followed you around in the first game and like developed so it's not like Marcus and Dom and Cole and like Gears of War. Yeah. Like these people were never exploring with you. They just were occasionally around in cutscenes. And so I don't have this emotional connection to these characters, but the game is through these cutscenes and the dialogue expecting me to have these fond memories of Aaron, the uh, like semi annoying guy, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> who obviously is in love with Aloy and she just is not feeling it. Good for her. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Um, and it's, it's interesting. I, I don't understand the choices there, uh, especially because Aloy is always, she's always saying that she needs to be alone and like she wants to be doing this alone. And I know that they're trying to build the story of, Yes, it's good to do things alone, but you kind of need friends sometimes. But these people have no... Has has she learned nothing from Ike in Super Smash Bros? You're supposed to fight for your friends. Yeah, she doesn't. She's she's a loner. Uh, You know, she just wants to go off and explore the great wide wilderness by herself. The great forbidden west. the, The game lets you do that that's the thing like the game 
is that? Wonderful. They're never exploring with you. So don't make me... <laughs> like, the game is, like, trying to make me feel bad for leaving these characters. And then, uh, what, I successfully leave them. I, I do a good job at leaving them each time. Uh, so it's... I don't know, man. It's... I'm really, really, really enjoying this the opening five hours and it's maybe one of the most beautiful games i've ever played uh genuinely one of the most stunning technical showcases of a video game (laughs) that i've ever seen um constantly i'm slowing down my play to enjoy the surroundings around me and look at details and like uh in cutscenes, you can see like the little hairs in Aloy's face and the character models and the cutscenes of conversations that you have. Um, there's just so much detail and the, the voice acting is very good. Um, I just don't think the writing is there to back that up. That's frustrating to me. Um, but I saw on Twitter the other day, someone and the, the, Guerrilla Games devs responded to it. Um, But they actually have built in, and I don't know, unless you're using an insane photo mode, I don't know how you would see this, but the there's um, like variable sweat for Aloy. So like if you're like sprinting a lot, she'll sweat more and stuff like that. And there's no way you'll ever see this stuff unless you're using photo mode or you know you load into a conversation scene but yeah it's all the work they've put into this game is insane um it is very hilarious that guerrilla games and horizon seems to be in this cycle where they come out within a week or two of another video game that people consider the greatest video game of all time mm. uh yeah, they so, really got Breath of the Wild it again. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, and granted, um, I saw a statistic the other day that the first Horizon outsold the lifetime of all three Dark Souls games. Um, I believe that. So, like, it it doesn't actually hurt Horizon in the long run because they're going to sell copies, but the news cycle for them is going to be very short, and it's just kind of sad for guerrilla games uh because once again they they probably came in thinking they had a game of the year contender and um then this happens (laughs) um but you know none of us have uh pre-release of elden ring so none of us know what that's like so yeah we can't tell you yet um but yeah horizon forbidden west i think uh, I can give a better recommendation on if you should play it once I actually get to the Forbidden West, because technically the area I'm in is a small subsect of the first game. <laughs> so it's, you know, I'm still technically in the first game. Uh, I've seen tweets that say that this area lasts like six to eight hours. So I'm hopefully close to the end of the beginning of the game, the end of the beginning of the end. Um, You're basically in Kingdom Hearts uh, 2.9 right now. (laughs) Yeah. I'm uh, technically, dude, it feels like uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 with how long you spent in that first, you know, 
section with Roxas. First section with Roxas. Because how long did you have to play till you got the title card? It was, it felt like a long time. It's a few hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, that's that. But, and, and I want to say, like, this area is open world, but it is much smaller considerably compared to the rest of the map. Uh, so it's, it's open world, but it is more of, like, the first area of, like, Pokemon Ar- Arceus. Um, and, but taken into the account that the rest of the map is a, you know, no, nothing to stop me exploring it. Yeah. Much vaster experience. Um, whether it's subterranean or above earth, because the, I've heard there's like giant cave systems and stuff and it's just a, nice. it's just a very vast game. Uh, who knows how much of it I'm going to see or play, but I'm going to play the story mode at least because I am interested in Aloy's story and uh, the the post-post-apocalypse of this world um, and silence. Who's the who's the voice actor for him, Seth? And the reason why you would know is because he's the voice actor for Zavala. Um, oh, yeah. Um, what's his name? I can't recall. He's such a good voice actor. Um, and he's a bad guy in this one, or at least what we think is a bad guy. Um, is it Christopher Judge? No. No. I think that is Kratos. Lance Reddick, that's his name. Oh, he's also in The Wire and Godzilla vs. Kong. Yep. Um, so Lance Reddick is Oh, the this guy. Actor. Yeah. He's also in all the John Wicks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, great voice actor. Uh, and Ashley Birch's Aloy is fantastic. Um, and so one thing I do want to note, Seth, let me tell you some help. If you, let me give you some tips if you are going to play this game. Uh, this game has accessibility features that I suggest you turn on. Unless you want to be clicking in on your right thumbstick constantly. Uh, and you listener at home, if you're playing Horizon Forbidden West, do yourself a favor and turn on the mode where it tells you all the time the, the ledges that you can climb. Because the game doesn't signpost that very well, and it only tells you if you use your scan. And so unless you want to be constantly scanning the environment, uh, just turn it on. Don't feel bad about it. It doesn't make the game easier. It just makes your exploration a little less tedious. And lets you not wear down your right thumbstick on your <laughs> DualShock controller. Um, also, there is a uh, a mode where you can have it slow down even more when you are selecting your weapon and the weapon wheel, which lets you also craft from there. Turn that on to the highest mode, and because at the beginning of the game you have such small quivers for everything that you run out of ammo real fast in fights. And so you have to quick craft quite a bit. So the, the game just, it it makes itself really hard uh, because I, I think it, it wants people to have that really hard experience, but it's not necessarily fun because if you were to be like, oh, I'm out of arrows, I have to craft, and you would have to go into the pause menu uh, if you didn't turn on that slowdown mode. 
Um, and that's just like really clunky and tedious to have to go into the pause menu and craft arrows and then get out of the pause menu and get ready again. Um, it does sound clunky. Yeah. So there is a great article I posted in our discord. I can, uh, I can share it again later. Uh, it was on Kotaku about the five accessibility options you should turn on, uh, when playing forbidden West, um, because it, it genuinely, I, I don't understand. The first game had like no ledges and no climbing. That was like it. That was the one big criticism of it is it didn't have a lot of climbing. This one has a lot of climbing, but the ledges aren't clearly signposted. So, and if you just climb everything, if you turn this on, <laughs> it gives you a little shimmer on it. And it's not too distracting. A little shimmer on each ledge that you can climb. Um, so that's my my preview, I guess. I, who knows when I'll get you the full review of Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West. But I'm quite enjoying it. Uh, and if you enjoyed the first Horizon, I don't see why you wouldn't enjoy this one. Because it is more of the same. Uh, for better or worse, if you hated the first one, then probably stay away <laughs> from this. So what have y'all been playing? More, more Pokemon? Uh, I started the uh, Triangle Strategy demo since uh, the progress from it carries over ah, yes, yes, to the full does. game. Um, I, I'm not like positive on it, but I'm not negative on it either. Uh, I'm neutral. That's the word. Um, I don't care about the story of the characters at all right now. Um, and the combat is fine so far within the first two chapters that I played so far. It's a three chapter, uh, demo, but like the conversations are genuinely a slog. And I worry that if I do end up getting and playing this game, if I'm even going to care about the characters at all, um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I recall from playing the first demo that it is a very talky game extremely like everyone I, has everyone has a lot to say and they all have very long names that they yeah. have to fully address each time yes um and it's just something that i don't want to waste an extra five minutes per cutscene on you know i like i'm skimming the text as fast as i can and just trying to move on yeah, I'm not like I'm not. It's it's hard to tell because, like you said, it is early and it does feel like it kind of throws you into the middle of a story. Like, I mean, I don't know if if this demo is different, but whichever mission it was in, in the first demo, like I feel like there was a lot of um, like run up to it that wasn't really shown, so. I don't know. I'm like it's it's a game I'm still interested in and we'll probably get um the 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 battle system is interesting because like it's certainly it's um drawing from like Final Fantasy Tactics was but uh it's it's different in that it seems like each character has like they have sort of specific classes that they are and very specific skills that they can do and it's it's not like at, at least from what i could tell there isn't that kind of degree of uh customization that it, that was possible in those games um so i don't know 
Uh, but yeah, I I get your kind of maybe not trepidation, but but sort of certainly like not really sure what the game is. Yeah. Or what it what exactly it's trying to do. I also just like I just have a sense of apathy about it, which I don't think is a good thing. Uh, do you think you feel that way because it's technically a demo? Yeah, I think that probably. Like, I I don't know that. I I like really... this is why we we talked about. Did we talk about this last time? How yeah, I we said did. I'm, I'm 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 not going to play the demo because I I just like I don't want to have to play the three chapters and then have to wait. Because um, I do think it sort of takes something away from what's going on that you just know that you have this bite-sized piece and you're going to have to wait. So you're kind of like reserving your um, emotional, your like in investment into these characters until the actual game comes out. So when I went into playing, like starting this demo, that is not the mindset that I had. Like I genuinely see it as like, I am just getting to start this game early. I I believe like, that you, you think that. Yeah. But your brain... <laughs> Like, your brain has to subconsciously know that you're going to hit a stopping point and then you're not going to be able to play again for so long. So, like, this... It, I It's I, only a week. It comes out next Friday. Does it? Yeah, March 4th. <laughs> I, 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 because for, oh, for like this first That's half right. of the year, I have put all of the game releases that I care about into my calendar so I can actually keep track of it for once. Time doesn't exist. It's Yeah, it's a farce. Um, um, next week really is March, huh? It, it truly is. We have Batman, Triangle Strategy, so many things. Um, but but no. Batman? The oh, movie. the movie. Yeah. The movie. Um, but no, so and like... The, uh, the pizza. I... The, I don't want to go there with you two <laughs> <laughs> for doubting me when I said I had it the other week. I still don't believe you did. I still I... don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> We're done with this. It just, it just doesn't feel credible. <laughs> I, I so I'm not saying that you don't feel credible, but I feel like your claim, I think you just had a normal pizza. No. Um, <laughs> God. Ugh. Anyways, uh, Triangle Strategy, uh, I'm nervous about it. I don't think I will get that on launch, unfortunately, because it has not sunk any hooks into me yet. All right. Yeah. I think, I do think it's possibly the demo. I think, I really do. But, like... I, I know, but I... I consciously that is not how i feel about it and i think that is like the most important but what about subconscious exactly. i can't That's... tell you how i subconsciously feel right because <laughs> yeah. i mean because because listen if this wasn't a demo this was the full game that i was playing right now and i am two chapters in and i'm in like i would still be feeling this way that like i don't care about the or story. would you cutscenes last way too long combat's kind of fun but not difficult world changing it's difficult i don't know i haven't there's been a challenge i, I haven't I mean, played any of the demos uh, yeah so. that was my recollection is that it was surprisingly um uh i was <laughs> i was playing a little uh a two a little too uh free and not uh not strategically the other day oh, yes. I'm taking the approach. let me tell you <laughs> 
There is a mini game in Horizon Forbidden oh. West that is essentially a Fire Emblem esque strategy game. Wonderful. But also <laughs> mixed with chess. Seth, I think you would freaking <laughs> love it. Do you think it'll get its own full release spinoff like Gwent from The Witcher did? I haven't played far enough into the game yet, but I will play that side game like that's that. Yeah. Uh, where you use the mon- the robot monsters in the world as a sort of chess pieces, and you can collect mm. more as you play nice. the game. Nice. If anything gets me to do side stuff in this game, It'll it's going to be to get those pieces. Now you're speaking my language. Oh, man. And that language is unfortunately a, a horrific forbidden sound <laughs> that if when you hear it, you go insane. I <laughs> I played, I want to note, I've maybe embellished, I, I did lower the count. Uh, technically, I'm at six hours of gameplay. Uh, but I said five because I spent an hour and a half playing that mini game today. Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You said, yeah, a, a good chunk of my PlayStation play, sta- play session today was dedicated to Horizon PlayStation Chess. PlayStation play session. PlayStation. Horizon oh, Chess. Oh, God, I can't it's, even. It's got a better name than PlayStation. that. I just can't remember it. I can't speak. Um. <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West minigame. Chess. Uh, what's it called? Chess. <laughs> Future chess. Post, post chess. Machine strike. That's what it's called. Maybe it's finally chess too. Or just Oh called, my god. It is, you know, because it, it man, Seth, it's real good. <laughs> I, uh, okay. They finally made a sequel to chess. They finally... <laughs> They did it. Wonderful. We did it. All it took was a post post apocalypse. We did it, Joe. (laughs) We did it, Joe. (laughs) Uh, Seth, what have you been playing? Honestly, I've just been creeping around the Pokemon world. um, (laughs) Just being a Pokemon sicko. Just been creeping around. Do we need to send the Rangers after you? Yes. Um, (laughs) Oh, no. I wish. Yes, please put the Pokemon Rangers in this game. Um, yeah, I've, I'm very close to having a full Pokedex with which I can approach Arceus to catch him. And then I'll be done with the game, which, which is cool. It'll, it'll be the first Pokemon game which I, in which I've ever Caught completed the Pokedex. Mm. Although I'm, t- I'm going to try and do the same although thing, I, to be honest. I, cannot, I do know that I can't get Darkrai unless I have uh, saved data from... The diamond, either the diamond or pearl remake. So that's kind of a bummer. Uh, next time you come down, I, I can say, let you borrow Forrest, my copy. Forrest spent money on that game. So. Yeah. Like, listen, I'll Bless I'll share you. the wealth. Uh, Bless you. And I, I and I and <laughs> I have to assume that that is not one of the requirements in catching and getting to encounter Arceus. Because if it is, that's some that's messed up. That's some next level uh, shenanigans by Game Freak. Like, oh, you want to catch this Pokemon? Here, you have to spend $60 on another game so you can catch this one. Um, I still need to get yeah, some I've been having data the, for Sword and Shield the, uh, so I can get Shaman. Oh, is that how you unlock Shaman? Okay. I think so. That that, I remember a few months ago before the release, that was the thing that was going around. But yeah, that's mostly what I've been spending my time on. Um 
it's still just really really enjoyable it's a it's a fun game fun to just sort of like zone out and be doing mindless stuff um i've i've started to notice more things that i enjoy about it versus like uh regular the previous pokemon games which is you know as much as i love the the music in pokemon and and some previous ones um it is nice when when i'm just like standing in the field and all you hear is like sound of the wind and the weird random pokemon cries going around um which I guess is sort of an inevitable thing. Like, all of these open-world games don't really have the same s- style of soundtrack that, you know, Game Boy, old old NES and SNES games, um, which couldn't really replicate actual sounds of worlds that you're in. Um, so, but it, and, but, and it's sort of weird, because I do, like, there are moments that are like, man, I wish... This had some of those classic tracks, and it, and it does have a really banging battle theme. Um, yeah, but I really enjoyed that. Um, I kind of like one of the conclusions I came to on this game is that, you know, we talked about the the kind of the hand holding that happens in the beginning of the game um, for what feels like too long. Um, and you know, I talked about back then, in a few episodes ago, how I think that was because uh, Game Freak was was worried about how people would approach this like entirely new style of game. Um, and having gone farther, I kind of wish there was some more of that, just because I think um, David, you you talked about like a. Um, some article on some gaming website that was talking about how long people are staying in the opening area of the obsidian field field lands. Yes. Um, and I talked about on here how I, I did that as well. Like I I also did. So <laughs> Yeah, I pretty much milked that place until there was no content left for me to get to at that time. And I think it really does, like, it's, it is to, a, I think it's to your detriment to play the game like that. Um, if I could go back, I wish that I would have, um, like, played it sort of straight through. So, like, not spending a millions of hours just wandering around, even as fun as it is, but just, like, you know, playing it sort of taking your time through the through the world and and not like rushing straight to the the boss battle at the end but like once once you get there to do it and then leave and then not go back to that to like this is how i think the the optimum way to play is like once you have left the first area for the first time you shouldn't go back like once you have a new area open you should continue to move forward because the the story of the game makes you go back to those places and it is, and you also, um, you unlock new like um, ways to move about, move around the world. Um, so you get like the ability to to swim and climb mountains, and then eventually you have uh, like a flying Pokemon. So, and there are there are then a bunch of different places that are available to you. But the thing is, like, if you keep if you keep going back to those places, like uh, it it sort of you're kind of 
taking like removing a bunch of stuff for you to do in the instances that you have to go back into these areas. Um, and so I just think it would be better if the game kind of pushed you forward or if it like, like, I don't know that it would be better designed for it to not let you go back. Um, but I do think it would result in kind of a better experience that after leaving a world, the next time you go there is like, you can't go back there or you don't go back there until you have all of the skills unlocked. Um, it sort of transforms it from like the area that you were into like a completely different area. Um, and you don't, you don't really have that kind of, it, it, it refreshes, it refreshes the worlds in a way that like when you're, going back there all the time for like random quests and then just you know walking around doing nothing as fun as it is it it sort of it it becomes less and less fun each time you're doing it um so i don't know that's just kind of like i i i do wish that there was a bit more like forced streamlining of um to allow so, so like in the in those instances where you are required to go back where you're required to revisit um that there is still a bunch of stuff for you to do and you haven't um you haven't like done it you haven't like exhausted all of your avenues of gameplay because when you're going into one of these worlds for one specific task it sort of takes the the wonder out of the world you know like right like the 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 fun thing about starting about going into this like you can you can run anywhere and there's pokemon everywhere um and the openness of it, but once you've like exhausted all that, and you're just go each time you're going back, it's for, okay. I need to go here and do this one specific thing and leave. It sort of like takes kind of some of the fun out of what the game is. And so I think if you know if some of that stuff, if that stuff was more walled off, I think in the long run it would make for a better experience. It it also exacerbates some of the small frustrations like loading times and stuff because there genuinely is like times where you get side quests and stuff where it's one thing. So you hurry yeah. up and do that one thing and then you have to wait <laughs> wait to go back to Jubilife. And then in Jubilife, yeah. you can't get all your mounts, so you have to walk over yeah, to the person. Walk over to the person, yeah. Yeah, and I, I agree. Like, there, it does kind it's, of... It's led me... I've actually, before... Because I'm not... A, I, you know, you've beat it. I'm close uh i'm like an area or two away um uh but i've stopped doing side stuff <laughs> because it's just like it's just is so time consuming to do some of it um yeah and i think there some of the quests like there are a lot of quests that are that that can just be passive that you can get and then whenever you have like the ones that are finish the Pokedex entry for this one Pokemon. Like, you can grab that and then not really think about it forever until, like, one... D w eventually, you're looking through the quest log and you're like, oh, yeah, I finished that. I can go turn that into that guy. But there are some that, like, it does sort of force you to go to one specific place to do a specific task and then return. If... Um, and, and so... And I think those are... Those are ones that are definitely kind of, like, to the detriment. Like, there's this whole quest line of this guy who his sister keeps getting lost. Like, she's a new member of the um, security corps. Um, and she keeps going out into, into the different areas. But 
has a really bad sense of direction. So you have to go find her. Um, but it like you don't get those quests in like the same order. Like the quests you get, the places she gets lost are not like in the same order of the areas that you're unlocking. Um, and so it does force you to to go back to do one thing. Um, and so, yeah, th- there are just these little things like that. Um, and I think part of that, like, I wonder how much of that is because it's divided into zones rather than, you know, being like one seamless world. But I also don't know if that would necessarily improve the game. Right. Um, so I don't know. But, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, I'm getting real close to the end and then... You know, Elden Ring is right around the corner, so yep. I'll have I'll have all that time. Though, though honestly, it's I'm excited for Elden Ring, but you know, it it's a different thing when playing a game kind of passively on the Switch than like it, that's a game that you're, I'm going to have to tune my whole brain into. So uh, I don't know. I'm excited, but sort of have a trepidation about what the experience is going to be like. And if I will, at some point, be longing for another game like Arceus that I can just kind of, like, you know, plop on the couch and have it running and while also paying attention halfway to something else. Hmm. Because I know I ain't going to try and play that on the backbone. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I might I might try, but I don't think I will for any... Uh, oh, it's going to work out too well. Extended amount of time, yeah. Yeah. I think it might be entertaining. It won't be good. It would be entertaining. Yeah, but it'll be something. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Is that is that everything everyone's played? Uh, I've been working my way through some more Bloodborne with my friend John. Mm. And he's who I plan on playing Elden Ring with. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, David. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm not bitter. <laughs> you you look like a kicked puppy you, right now. You well, me and Seth will get to talk about our great adventures in Elden Ring in the I can't remember. I was reading a lore tweet earlier of like the middle world or whatever they're calling. Yeah. And you become the Elden we'll become Elden Lords together. And or you know, what El, whatever it's called, tarnished lords or something. It's going to be cool. Uh, so sound off in the Discord for what <laughs> console you're getting it for so we know who we can play with. <laughs> um, yeah. So Forrest will be playing with uh, his friends on PS5. I don't think anyone in the Discord's getting it for PS5. I think so. Qu- for you. I think Quack said he was. M- oh, yes. Gonna... He said he is. Because he only has the Xbox Series S. Yeah. Right now. So you two can play Elden Ring and talk about Dance Gavin Dance. It'll be great for both of you. Wonderful. Um, all right. So we will be right back after the break with the news. Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at, at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher. And while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right. (laughs) Let's talk about the news. 
Uh, Seth, talk about this first thing because I I don't know the importance of it, but I am excited to interact with this franchise uh, in a way well, that's not a video game. I will talk about it right now. The uh, the near I'm pulling up the automata. Yeah, I'm pulling, anime. I'm, I'm, <laughs> sorry, I'm pulling up. I was pulling up the notes app that has the news. Uh, yeah, uh, today, um, kind of out of nowhere, like on the, on the near the near Twitter account announced that it was for the fifth anniversary of Near Automata. That's true. Yeah, I guess it's it's just kind of out of uh, nowhere for me because I don't follow the near game Twitter account. Um, so I didn't know. I guess I did know, like somewhere I'd read it. Um, but yeah, there is a near automata or automata i wonder if they're gonna just address that like if someone in the show is gonna say that word um because they never said it in the game this truly is near automata (laughs) automato Uh, there are many all of the residents in that house are evil (laughs) um yeah so there was on the near game Twitter account, there was a little teaser posted um, with, you know, a bunch of weird text that kind of seems to mean nothing. And um, But, yeah, it's a TV animation project is what they're calling it. Uh, so that should be cool. It's coming out at some point. Yeah. The There's not really any other, anything else about it. That is, to to speak of. The Only that it is, um, currently something happening to it. I guess being <laughs> made right now, and I, but I don't even know if if we're that far. Maybe, I'm interested. I'm excited to interact with the medium because I, I think those games are kind of unattainable for me. They're not the. They're not. I don't think I'm going to play them ever. Uh well, Automata was fun. Yeah, like it's a fun action RPG. I haven't gotten around to playing uh, Replicant yet. Um, I wonder. I mean, I'm trying to think. Like my first thought is, I wonder how this will work as an anime. But like, the story is pretty straightforward. Um, I mean, it's weird, but. It's not like there's it like it it continually moves forward at least, so I think there. It, although, now that I think about it, it does. The game kind of does go back and forth, and it has all those different endings. So I'm not sure how they'll tackle that part. If they'll uh, maybe do the the first the first two parts like the two B and nine S narratives like concurrently maybe i don't know it should be interesting at the very least yeah um and i imagine they'll like get the all the voice actors to come back which would be cool i think it i think you should play it it's a I, it's a game i've wanted to go back to because like i it was always strange for me that like I never I didn't really have the kind of emotional response to it that everyone else seemed to have and so I've always wondered if there's something that I missed just in the way like in the time that the like the 
circumstances of, of life that I was in when I played it, like, if it was just something, like, that I... If I need to play it, like, more intentionally... Right. And actually devote mental energy to it rather than just playing through it as, you know, just kind of an action RPG. Um, but even even that, the way I played it, it was, it was still really good. Sweet. Um, let's see. Near Automata Anime. You can now stream on Twitch again from your Xbox natively. What a what a day! Five years from that, yeah. Five years ago, they took that ability away because Xbox decided to launch Mixer, and uh, it worked out. And so it failed. Well. Yeah, they they signed Ninja and a bunch of other streamers, and Mixer failed. <laughs> and uh, but now you can stream from Twitch, uh, which means or stream to Twitch, which means I'll probably stream more again nice i stopped streaming for a long time because uh, i got rid of my gaming pc because it wasn't very good and it it was really frustrating to even bother playing games on it because it just wasn't up to snuff um and it also being it's hard man being at your computer desk all day for work and then and then doing it being at it for gaming sucked and i liked being on my couch so um maybe i'll get like a Dan Reichert esque setup and put a camera up and <laughs> like I'll just play on my couch on yeah. the TV. Um, Do you think the Xbox One Connect would work as your? Yes, as your, it wow, did, it did back when you could uh-huh. back when you streamed on the and the Connect did the thing where it technically followed, followed you. you? Yeah. Sick, um, but there's no hookup for the Connect to this new Xboxes. Um, not even with the adapter, it doesn't, it doesn't recognize it. So sad. Um, yeah, the the connect. Long kind gone of, are the days of you saying Xbox on. No, the, you still me- can. If really, and, yeah, and if you're uh, no Xbox on. No, if it didn't I've, work. There, if your controller is on and hooked up to a microphone, you can still give voice commands. I think, and it'll still Why? do like. In what circumstances would your controller be on? Like, uh, like but if you're like Xbox, Xbox, record that, like record that or something. Oh, you can. Okay. I think you but, can still yeah. do stuff like that. I think, I could be wrong, um, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you can stream from stream Twitch to your Xbox again. Uh, so that'll be fun. Uh, more chances of me streaming and you just being able to hear me getting mad at the game. <laughs> I might hook up a webcam. Who knows? Um, let's see. Uh, I'm bringing this up purely because someone in the Discord will bring up that I didn't give it any love, which is fine. Uh, but Street Fighter Six was announced. There was a week-long like, countdown. countdown for a minute-and-a-half-long trailer that showed no gameplay. And a logo that is... Pulled from Photoshop. So pulled from Photoshop. I, I think the logo looks stock clean image. and it looks good. It's a, it, but it's a stock image. It doesn't... Yeah, I think that stock images sometimes look good. So it, it's... It would look... It, 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 uh, it's fine. It would be fine to me if it wasn't... Uh, I hope this is not the final logo for the game. It is. It's a, Why? It's a stock image. It... it it's it, terrible. It literally has no visual consistency with the rest of the series. Not even down to color gradient or anything. Like, yeah. it is just white. 
I think you also, think Street Fighter had cares. a dope logo before. Yeah, like yeah, it did. Like you saw the Street Fighter logo and you're like, I know what this game is. Yeah, fighting games are all about like visually recognizable stuff. Look, uh, this logos logo are looks like an NFT. <laughs> yes, it looks like an app icon with a notification on it. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, and maybe knows. like we don't know, Street Fighter Six might be an app. It might be exclusive to iOS. It might be a free-to-play app, and you're not even... That's not... I would... And it's a battle royale. You get Ryu and the, the guy in the trailer. I don't know what his name is. You get Ryu and that guy for free, and then you have to pay for all the other characters. Uh, that's the way that fighting games are going, mm. right? Uh, where it's all free-to-play. Like, this is too close to potentially real. I know, and I'm right. Don't please don't speak it into existence. Can't help it. Can't. Are you excited to get color rarity gear and gotcha boxes oh, yeah. for your Street Fighter characters? No, gonna uh. get that that legendary he- helmet for Chun Li. I'm gonna <laughs> cry. Yeah, can't wait to get epic boots for Chun Li. <sighs> It'll give her three more rotations in her combo or something. <laughs> the thing is I have no ri- uh, I have no horse in this race yeah. so I'm just this throw- is this will never be a problem for you. No, I don't care. <laughs> I don't I you know whatever. Uh, the uh, only fighting game I care about is Smash. Yeah. So Street a quick a quick small rant. I feel like Street Fighter 5 had a really big problem with how many skins that it ended up having by the end. Like, if you wanted every single thing in that game, you were paying so, 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 so much. I don't want... That's gotcha. totally solved by loot boxes. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, randomized loot boxes that maybe you could get duplicates of items from instead of... I just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But at least they're skins, and they're not characters. Honestly, yeah. I am not totally against the concept of loot boxes uh especially just for cosmetic stuff and i think you could build like if if all of the all of those items were in the game and it was a loot box system and you didn't have to pay for it like i think that would be neat that would probably be really annoying too also yeah <laughs> um but this I... is kind of what destiny is it is what destiny is. Uh, Street Fighter Six, it's coming, and the character. No, so what's gonna happen? Like they've 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 telegraphed it by the logo. Each each character is going to be an NFT hey, that you can use in other games. Yes. Yeah, you, you can that play are to not earn Capcom related. Something. You can carry it over, bro. I promise. Carry over Ryu into well, Ryu's into already Fortnite. in Fortnite. Yeah, he, Ryu's already there. Yeah, he, but he's and, your version of Ryu. That's right. It may look like everyone else's Ryu NFT, but he's but got your serial number on it. You could that's use right, him in Power right. Rangers Battle for the Grid, oh. but it's your Ryu. Didn't they add Street Fighter? Yeah, they did. Ryu Chun Li. Yeah. They have really cool Ranger armor. Yeah, they really do. I haven't looked at it, so I can't judge it. But the initial thought to me is meh. But I, it may look cool. I haven't looked it up. Um, but let's let's keep going. 
Next Level Games was announced as the developers of the new Mario Strikers, which they mm. were the developers of the one on GameCube that everyone loves. I love uh, to hear it. So even though I wonder if how many people from that last right, dev right. team are actually still there. It's been a while, you know. Hopefully enough. Hopefully enough. It's still the trailer <laughs> looked good. So Oh yeah. It I think that game's gonna be fun regardless. Yes. Uh I hope so. I have faith. Um, and much like much like all of the recent Mario Sports game, it'll be really enjoyable at first and have a and then that's somebody be like, Is this it? This <laughs> I'm looking at Ryu Power Ranger right now. All right, Ryu is a weird mix between the White Ranger and the... It looks more like a common Rider suit yeah. than the Power Ranger suit. I mean, it's still cool. It's it's cool, <laughs> but it looks more like a, a common Rider suit. In my opinion. My professional Sentai opinion. Yeah. Uh, Chun-Li's looks more like the Power Ranger. Yes. Um. So, sorry... I am passionate about Power Rangers. Someone make a good Power what if Rangers. In Street video Fighter game. Six, what if in Street Fighter Six instead of Chun Li they have Chumley from uh, Pawn Stars that show and from Pawn Stars when he's wearing he's wearing Chun Li's outfit. Yeah, that's that's what I want. Now I would buy that NFT. I would, and then and, uh, and use it use them in in Fortnite and in Halo and every other game I play. I mean, really, not only that, but just really get the whole host of uh, A&E reality show stars into Street Fighter. Like, uh, No, I feel like their name has to sound like the character they're replacing. Uh, so I, and I, and I, can't, I can't for sure say that there are no other A&E reality stars that match that description, but I will go out, go out on a limb and say I think it's unlikely. Let's see... I'm I'm looking. I'm looking. There's there's gotta be uh, I think mind. this is a this is a discussion to take off air. There's a or research <laughs> rather to do off air. I was really hoping there would just be a Dave so the Yup guy could be in Street Fighter. That's what I would No, want. he uh he he sued. I I don't even think he, he counts. Oh dang. He he sued the storage ward people. Oh no. For a violation of the law. Some like amendment. Yep. Oh well. All right. I, I was listening to it. I was reading about it or watching a video about it the other day. The the last piece of news we have uh, because is they rig they rig the store the tra- the storage boxes. <laughs> I need to do further research on this. Uh, the the next the last piece of news is that Call of Duty is skipping a year. Next year, finally. Yeah, that's crazy. I <clears throat> I haven't read like the whole piece that uh, uh, Trier put out on Bloomberg about it, but it's it seems like like I don't know if it's I'm sure there are a lot of factors that went into this decision, you know, not least of the of all what's happening at Activision right now, and of course you got the the kind of critical reaction to the last game that came out, um, <laughs> which is I bad. Do, I, I also. Yeah, I also wonder like like how like what pr- what they had in development that they were just willing to like but sort of 
I don't know if scrap it is word, but they but apparently like the the Treyarch team is going to be working on other stuff that is coming out this like uh this next year or the year that they call Duty Game. So it seems like if they had a product that they were working on, it it doesn't appear to be in existence right now. So I w- I wonder like what how dire things had to have been for them to say, yeah, we're we're just we're just gonna pass. This like, is the first time in the series history that it has skipped a year for a major release. You could argue that the time between Call of Duty One and Two, because um, Call of Duty Finest Hour released in between there to cover that middle year, that's the only time you can really argue that there was a break for releases for the series. So, like, this is kind of big, to be honest. Yeah, and we'll see what the... I wonder how it will affect the gaming landscape. Because those those have been tentpole releases every every holiday season. Yep. Make tons of money, and if there's not one, like, that's a big void that will need to... That, well, it doesn't need to be filled, but it will be filled by something else. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what that is. Honestly, I don't even like think the Titanfall extra... Titanfall 3, question mark? Wouldn't that be nice? I don't think this extra year of dev time, though, for the next Call of Duty is going to be a drastic change for anything for it, to be honest. Yeah, I can't imagine. Those games are very... The, the eventual product we get will be all that different. Yeah. I mean, maybe it should be. Although the last time we saw that was Titanfall 1 and no one bought it. Um, so you know. Uh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I, maybe <laughs> something will... What for us? I just think it's so funny. Halo finally comes back with a bang. Call of Duty takes the next year off. Something, something like, I know it's completely unrelated. Entirely separate situations in every single way. But something inside me just, uh, it's got and a little also, smile like, out of it. And also like Battlefield. A return, <laughs> a return to the natural order of things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Battlefield Semi blaming their bad release on Halo. On Halo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, Big Brother comes back from his vacation and, <laughs> and he reinstates his, his place in the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, Halo's still a banger. Yeah, the new one. That's good. I finished the season pass, so I don't have much, <laughs> much you know, to say motivation on to go yeah. back until there's more things to earn. That's fair. Uh, the I think the fourth week of the Tenrai event just started. Mm, I do Maybe need to finish that. I got all I wanted from it already. I think I'm good. I need to finish <laughs> it as a completionist. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But. All right. Um, was there any news that I maybe missed, fellas? Or sure, there was. Uh, Nintendo announced that they are officially, I think, next year shutting down the 3DS and Wii U eShops. Yes, we talked about that last week. Did we? I yes. don't remember that. We did. I, I don't remember that we, either. <laughs> we talked about it during. Listen, the, you're two on one. The direct here. talk. It was in the notes for last week. Huh. I promise. Well, but it's okay. <laughs> cut that then. Yes. Cut that. Wait. I just wait. cut it. It is, it is in March 2023. So buy all that you want 
from the Wii U and 3DS. Yeah, the only shots. official way to get Metroid Fusion. That's exactly what you said Ooh. last week. If you really go back and listen oh to it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> This is weird. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not even getting deja vu. I edited this. the show. Yeah, I I like, that's weird. Like I, I have no recollection of this happening. Are you sure you didn't just hear this current segment just last week somehow? No, like you because heard I made fun of you for playing it on the computer. And you're like, hmm. no, trust me. What? I did I don't. this. Because <laughs> you were oh talking God. about pirating it. Go back. Listen to last week's episode. I mean, we were definitely talking about that with Mother Three. Yeah, I know. But it did not. Mm. It did not. I don't think it branched out into other things. But maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. But it is weird that neither I or Forrest would remember this. Y'all won't have an official easy way to get Golden Sun now. That's also what was brought up. Oh, are you kidding I mean, me? I mean, I, I own the cartridge, so... Good. That's I love that for you. <laughs> and I also have it downloaded on my Wii U. I'm living in a time loop. This is, this is I think you might be living in a time loop, because I definitely did not talk <laughs> yeah. about this last week. Yeah. You didn't talk about owning the cartridge, but you did. we did mention that we there's not a way to get Golden Sun. It's. I'm in a loop. I'm in a loop. Mm. Break me out. Uh, what's the name of the guy in Death Loop? Colt. 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 Colt McCoy. Oh. <laughs> uh. Colt McCoy. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that. Well. Uh, oh. Okay. No. Oh, I was just gonna say that uh, Atlas today revealed. Um, ah, yes. The up an upcoming title. The uh, what was it? Something Soul Hackers Two, yeah, Soul Hackers Two, a uh, kind of a surprise, a sequel to a game that was like originally on Dreamcast. I want to say Sega Saturn. Sorry, uh, long and then time. Was ported to so it was so released in nineteen ninety seven. W- then was ported to three uh, DS in twenty thirteen. Uh, but yeah, it's got an, a new sequel coming out August twenty six. And it's the first Atlas RPG that has a female protagonist. Ooh, and it's on Xbox. Yep. Yes. They acknowledge that Xbox exists. So look at that. But the Xbox versions are download only. Mm. Oh. Interesting. Mm. So that's cool. Another stylish Atlas RPG coming. I should I should definitely play um SMT5 at some point. Mm, good luck. <laughs> I'm not going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I'll save that energy for Persona 6 whenever it happens. Yeah. Oh boy, that's that'll be a while. Yeah, but that's okay cuz I need a while between yeah. <laughs> between Horizon and that's Elden fair. Ring and Pokémon. I need and... I need space. Yeah. And there's more open world games coming out this year. Yep. Apparently the Harry Potter game is coming out this year. Apparently God of War is coming out this year. That's going to be open world probably. Like there's so Apparently many... according to a Ubisoft earnings call this past week, Skull and Bones is still in development. We talked about that last this year, week, I think. We did not talk about that last week. What? But what I happening? swear we talked about that. We what? Is going. I think we did talk about Skull and Bones. 
if we but did, just I don't in remember. reference to its terrible development. Uh, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what is real right now. Like, what is happening? What has been looped and what has not been looped? The skull yeah, they're like really. weird specific specific <laughs> details that aren't passing with each time loop yeah, for like some reason. It's each, like each hole in one of our memories is covered by the yeah. other person for this. What whatever device <laughs> broke and which is causing us to repeat this episode uh, is like also malfunctioning in a different way <laughs> and not fully working. I'm loving this fever dream. Uh, Man, what about a what, a what about a time loop game like that where things? Uh, there probably are those. <laughs> All oh, right, that would be really annoying if you had had specific things to do in a time loop, and then you go in the next time they're not available. It's like Splatoon. Mm. We did talk about Splatoon last week. Gary. We did. Yes. That was a direct. That was a direct reference. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, all right, with that, now that we've come full circle and we all agree on what we conversated on last yep. week. Well, uh, we don't agree, but <laughs> we are going to break this loop. Uh, and we will talk to you all next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Perhaps even about the same things next week. See ya. See ya.